Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. And hi, Heather. This is Frank Whaley. Who are you? All right, how are you? No, I said, who are you? Oh, um, I'm your wife. Now, how are you? I'm all right. It's Friday. T-G-I-F. Um, this, this is um, shit day. Shit Friday. S-F-I. Why? Shit Friday. Well, you know. I mean, I, 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 mean, be, I, I had to, like, you know, once again, try to score some employment. Right, Heather? Yes. By putting myself on a damn tape for these for these people. But Frank, that's what people do. No. Yes. Yeah, that's what people do. That's not what I do. I'm a, I'm 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 You know? Yeah. But And I'm a Listen. You you are the best at what you do. You are. You could barely get that sentence no, out. No, it's true. It's the well, truth. I appreciate that, Heather. And but what I want to say is, I want to send a, I want to send a shout out to Heather for being the most patient um, person on the planet, putting up with that because she's got to deal with me insisting on doing it. And and I get, I'm, I'm getting You're a really perfectionist. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I have issues. It's not even perfectionist. Like I have to, like, it's got, I can't, you know, like it's just a nightmare and I got to keep doing it over and over and over. It took us three hours. They, and, and, and they give you, you know, 12, they, they want, they want to see you do every single scene because they have so little like um, ability to in, uh, imagine anything in their minds. These people, right, Heather? Heather just paused it so I would uh, stop trashing the, the people that um, would be potentially my employer. So I'm going to say, with all due respect, because I know they got a job to do, and it's a difficult job. And they're very talented, and they're very creative. Anyway, Heather. Yeah, and you got to be really careful, especially nowadays. You can't be, like, bringing people back a million times to make sure that they're the right person. Well, they don't do in-person anything That's anymore. what I'm saying, that, that they, like... We've been in that situation before where we're where we are casting someone and it's you want to make sure it's the right person. Well, I, I Heather, I just want to say thank you for your help and your patience. You, you're, you're the ultimate reader. And. Um, um, it's a pleasure. Oh, no, it's a pleasure. It's not a pleasure at all. And I, I know it's not easy, but, you know, movie theaters open in New York City today. Yeah, I'm not going to the movie theater. I don't know who would want to. You know what? That's not true. I would go to the movie theater if there was a movie I really desperately wanted to see, and I would just sit far apart from someone with a mask on. I would double mask. That's all. That sounds awful. I wouldn't do that. I would. I mean, how are you going to eat popcorn and drink Diet Coke with the mask on, and you don't know if people have COVID who were in the seat in the previous... Well, I wouldn't be eating popcorn. I, I wouldn't be eating or drinking anything. I would just be watching the movie, which is why I'm saying it would have to be something that I really wanted to see because usually the only reason to go to an actual movie theater is the, the delicious combination of one milk dud and like three pieces of popcorn. You get the milk dud nice and soft, chew it a little bit, and then you pop in a little bit of popcorn, mix it all around. That's yeah. the reason to go to the movies. Getting me aroused. Pfft. The worst thing about going to the movies is everything. Everything is the worst thing about going to the movies. I, I, I pre-pandemic, I was I was hard pressed to go to the movies because I'd rather stay home, sit on my couch, eat and drink and talk, or not talk and but not hear anybody else talk, and pause the movie if I got to go, you know, tinkle tinkle. You know what that is, right? 
and you know my bladder is my bladder is you know it's a challenging bladder you know yeah. my bladder my bladder wants what my bladder wants and um my bladder wants to be emptied out okay my my bladder needs nobody to be Nobody wants to hear out. this. Nobody, nobody is like, ah, oh, it's Friday. Hey, check it out. Whaley Family Hour. Let's see what they're talking about today. And they put it on. They haven't listened in a while, maybe. And it's you talking about going to the bathroom again. Bladder, bladder, bladder. Maybe that's my new, uh, all right, all right, all right. Bladder, <laughs> bladder, bladder, bladder. You remember Janice Dickinson? Of course. What do we know her from? Well, she was a model. She was on one of those like she was on America's Next Top Model. She was yes, one of the, that's but, right. But she she was also she's also uh, one of Bill Cosby's victims. Yes, and she was also in that that show we used to watch like almost twenty years ago, where it was like all the celebrities that live in the house together. Tammy Faye Baker was on it. No, remember that one? I don't remember that one. Um. Anyway, Janice Dickinson had some nasty words for Julie Andrews. Why? I why mean, they, why of, they... all, of all people that you're going to trash, Julie Andrews? She said, I once met Julie Andrews at UCLA, and she was in this back room, and I was politely waiting my turn in line to get a selfie and at least, you know, get an autograph. So this is, like, fairly recently, if, she, if she's getting a selfie. And she, she stopped in front of me, and she says, I've had enough, thank you. And I was like, enough of what? I stood in this line to get your autograph politely. She was like, well, I'm done. I'm tired. And then Jenna said, I was like, F you, man. How dare you? She's a bitch. She hurt my feelings. You can go sound and music elsewhere. Uh, I mean, of all the people, Julie Andrews. Well, I'll bet Julie Andrews is a pain in the ass. You think so? Well, sounds like it, according to Janice Dickinson. I mean, I, I've been at those. Uh, I mean, she, so this was an autograph show? It, she said it was at UCLA in a back room. The hell she, what the hell is that Julie Andrews doing in the back room? Julie Andrews does autograph shows. It was probably some, you know, panel discussion or, or some event, and Julie Andrews was in a back room, and she was there also, and she was waiting. But she was standing on line to get an autograph. Right. That's strange. I would never stand on line to get anybody's autograph. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, well, that's not true, because I've stood on line to get books signed. And, and, and that's not to Hillary say Clinton. that, and that's not to say that people shouldn't pay top dollar for autographs. Heather. Of course, am I right? Yeah, especially for even even if it's for middling D list celebrities. Listen, I just I just took it back because I did stand on a very long line to get Hillary Clinton uh, to sign my book. And I've met some wonderful, wonderful people who have stood online for my autograph, and who have been so kind as to write and call and not call but write and and email and uh, and request of course to pay you know cash money i have for my autographs i I don't know why you're being so mean to to, to julie andrews she's an icon listen i have john denver's autograph i have somewhere an autograph my dad got for me on an airplane from tiny tim worthless I don't know if my dad, my, it was very cute that my dad was like super excited to give me this autograph from Tiny Tim, who he sat next to on an airplane. I didn't know who Tiny Tim was. Um, and then I also had Patrick Ewing's autograph. But I l- think I lost that one. I, uh, the only autograph that I have, um, a couple of autographs I have, and for some reason at Whole Foods, 
in our old uh, Manhattan neighborhood of Chelsea, uh, Charles Smith and uh, I believe it was um, Marcus Camby from the New York Knicks were there signing autographs. And um, I got autographs by, the, by those two guys. Um, and um, I have a, uh, uh, an autograph, John Stark's, uh, John Stark's book. And, and Sam Shepard signed your um, book, which I forget which book it was of his. Oh, he signed, he signed my... Um, he, was kind of, he was kind of like, ah, oh, God. Yes. <laughs> was, was, he and I were working together on a film. And, um, and one, of my, one, of my, one of my favorite books is um, Motel Chronicles by Shepard. And so on our last day of filming, I brought it for him to sign and uh, had him sign it to our son. And then, no, he, you asked him to, but he said that he would sign it to you. He actually signed it to you. I don't know about that, Heather, and I don't really care. The fact is, I got Sam Shepard. I don't Sam think you've Shepard. looked at it since. No, I got Shepard's right. autograph, and I got a couple of the Knicks autographs. But let's talk about, let's talk about Rudy Giuliani's daughter. You know anything about her? Uh, I know that she, she said something about her sexuality. Well, Heather, she loves threesomes. Yeah. And she says three-way sex has made her a better person. And you said the same things not, not long ago. I don't understand why people feel the need to, like, announce that. Uh, who asked? Did anyone ask her? Vanity Fair. But did, did they ask her, or did she just tell Vanity Fair that? Because she knew that it would put her name in the... She wrote an article called The Unicorn's Tale. Three-way sex with couples has made me a better person. Oh. Yeah. I, what, is a, what is a unicorn's tale? Sh- um... What do you mean? What, what does that mean? mean? I, don't, I don't get the reference. Well, a unicorn, I'll tell you. Yeah. A unicorn is somebody who has odd, not odd, but, you know, it, an alternate, uh, alternative uh, sexual lifestyle. Oh, really? Yeah. I, that's an actual term for... The piece that she wrote, yes, that's an actual okay. term. The piece which opens... Uh, but don't pretend you don't know. Oh, no, I didn't you know are, that. You're the biggest unicorn on I the face of the earth. I didn't know. I did not know that. You're a unicorn with, with uh, rainbows and stars all over you. You know that. Someone told me that if you have a garden gnome in front of your house, that means you're a swinger. We've talked about that, I think. The piece opens with the words, quote, I want to watch my boyfriend bend you over. What? Mm-hmm. The, car- the 32-year-old daughter of Rudy Giuliani and Donna Hanover writes, I had known sometime I was at least bisexual, but, not, but had barely explored that side of my sexuality. I knew I wanted to experience new dynamics. After signing up for a dating site for unicorns, Women who agree to have sex with couples. That's what a unicorn is, Heather. Okay. Caroline writes, one woman I chatted with mentioned she was looking for someone to dominate her, but be submissive to her boyfriend. So, it's, I mean, it's so complicated. So it's like a pecking order there. It's just, yeah. I mean, damn. And, and the, the girlfriend is at the bottom. It's like a one-act play. Okay, so your character is yeah. the same. Okay, okay, I'm okay. She says, I'm typically more sexually submissive. But as we were texting, which, quick, quick, which quickly turned into sexting, I tried on this authoritative sexual persona. I was pleased to discover that having been submissive myself, finding the language to turn Isabella on came naturally to me. After meeting the couple in a bar, she describes in detailed literature, quote, we went back to their place. At one point, Oliver and I had sex. Oliver's the boyfriend? Evidently. She put, she put his name in there. While Isabella watched. Okay, that's got to be not their real names. She watched actively. I don't know what that means. She was Actively, a, that means she's like on the edge of her seat, like... Like moving around, like doing the play-by-play. Again, you, uh, you, you talk as if you've been here, been there. She was a cuck queen. Oh. Which is a woman, <laughs> which is a woman who enjoys role-playing humiliation oh. this way. 
Many aspects of the encounter were pleasurable and fun, but the most engrossing sensation was feeling Oliver's palpable love for Isabella. His desire to fulfill her was the deeper motivation for filling me. Oh, my God. I'm so uncomfortable. She Ugh. concludes that the experience she identifies as pansexual. Yeah, that's a thing. You're pansexual. No, I'm not. You like frying eggs in a pan and eating them. I do like I do like to do that. That sure. doesn't make you pansexual. No. Are you pansexual? No. Uh, she admits that she has battled anxiety and depression her entire life. She writes, The incredible moments of connection and transformation I've shared with these couples reminds me that my expansive mind, my expansive mind is a gift. <laughs> so so she's battled depression her whole life. Is this helping? Evidently. Has she been depressed because she hasn't been able to like fully express her true self? Uh, you'd have to ask the cuck queen herself. I don't know. But... I think, uh, well, I think then that I'm really happy for her that she's figured that out. So am I. Good, good for you. But you know what? I got to say, like, I'm not rooting for any Giuliani's. No. I mean, if my dad was Rudy Giuliani, I would just assume that a lot of people didn't like me. Right? Uh, yeah. And I would, I could imagine why she's battling anxiety and depression, having grown up with that fucking lunatic. Yeah. How old is she? She's 32. Oh. So she's got, she's got, you know, she's got it all. Got all figured out. Has Giuliani weighed in on this, uh, his unicorn child? I doubt it. I mean, you know, that's got to be tough for anybody to like. Listen. I mean, he's not having a great year anyway. I mean, this is no, this is like, you would love your child, right? So Imagine sitting at the dentist and, you know, just pick, picking up the, in the waiting room, picking up the Vandy Fair and all of a sudden reading, oh, oh, there's my daughter. Oh, uh, oh boy. Oh, cut queen. <laughs> this guy in Connecticut. He went to a yard sale. What town in Connecticut? Um, uh, I'm trying to scroll through, Heather. I'm not sure, but somewhere in Connecticut. Um, went to a yard sale recently? There's snow all over the ground. Um, I imagine he went to a yard sale when the yard was warmer than it is now. Anyway, time of the se- it's in Hartford, Connecticut. Okay. Time of the season is not really relevant. The fact is, this guy found a bowl... Paid 35 bucks for this bowl. Guess how much a bowl is worth? How much? $500,000. Are you kidding me? Yes. How did he find it? Did, did he know what he was buying? The white bowl adorned, adorned with cobalt blue paintings of flowers and other designs about six inches, 16 centimeters in diameter. And antiques enthusiasts came across the piece and thought it would be something special when browsing yard sale in the New Haven area last year. The piece only... New Haven is not Hartford. Well, the article says the New Haven area. Okay. I mean, Hartford is in the New... Will no, you stop it? Let me just... God damn it! The piece, one of only seven such bowls known to exist in the world, will be up for auction on March 17th. It's Sotheby's, Heather. Oh, my God. Good for him. 35 bucks he paid for this damn bowl. Why can't I get break like that? I really would love to find a very expensive bowl. But you know what? I'd probably just put, like... It'd be sitting in the cupboard with other bowls stacked on top of it. Well, this dude knew his shit because um, he knew when he got it. When he got it home, he called he called Sotheby's. It's this, this damn bowl's from the 1400s. Damn. I'd like to. I'd like. I'd like. I'd like to. At the end of the story, unfortunately, on his way to Sotheby's, he dropped it and it crashed into a hundred pieces. Like your clock. Your clock like that my was worth damn clock fifty million dollars. Thanks for oh. listening, everyone. Oh, Heather. <laughs> Heather, you gotta. I know. You know where you you know you 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 know I, where to hit me where it hurts. Yeah.
Um, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll probably be back here on Monday unless something terrible happens. Yes. Or and, something um, wonderful happens, and then we don't, you know, need to keep sitting down every day so that we have something to do. Is that why we're here? No, that's not why we're here. That's why we were here at the beginning, but that's not why we're here now. We've come a long way, baby. I, I, we have, uh, and I love you, you damn cuck queen.